everybody. This is Christopher Tompkins. Thanks for joining me today on the Social Marketing Academy. Got um, an interesting topic today for you, something that a lot of people have been asking me to cover in one of our shows. So I figured, hey, let's jump on it. Um, And that is the topic of social media influencers. Um, Pretty big topic. So I figured what I would want to do to kind of tip everybody off is talk about the three main categories, I guess you could call them, of social media influencers to kind of understand a little bit more of the lay of the land when you get into, um, when you start discovering your own influencer marketing strategy within your own company or you're having somebody else manage it for you externally. So today we're going to go through the three main types of them. Um, Again, this is, I'm Christopher Tompkins. Uh, I am the CEO and head strategist at the Go Agency. We are a national and international sales and marketing firm. We specialize in online marketing, uh, lead generation, design, copywriting, consulting, basically anything and everything. Um, And uh, over the years in the business, uh, aside from even my 11 years of business with the Go Agency, above and beyond my uh, with my marketing background, I've seen so many businesses and I've, I've been privy to so many conversations and during that time I've seen lots of things that um, are common mistakes, common pitfalls, but also things that a lot of people should get excited about and maybe you're missing out on. And I want to take all of those topics and bring them right here to the Social Marketing Academy so we can kind of help one another really lift each other to the next level. And this is like, for example, today we're talking about influencers. A lot of people aren't using influencers, so hey, why don't we give it a shot? I'm gonna tell you more about it. Maybe it could level up your marketing campaign. That's what the goal is all about. And if you're listening to this show right now, if you check out our archives, we have tons of shows. A lot of the content is ageless. You can listen to it whenever. A lot of these tips and tactics are based off of just tried and true marketing. Um, They are not based over trends. They're not based off of um, flash in the pan type of things. Many of the shows, I mean, some of them are. Some of them are time sensitive, but a lot of them aren't. So uh, make sure to check out our our, our archives and take a listen to some of them. Uh, You can check them out on iTunes, um, Overcast, Stitcher, a lot of other things, iHeartRadio, whatever. It's out there. You'll find them. Um, But hit subscribe so you can check them out um, whenever you want. And we put out uh, content on a regular basis, so check back and we'll give you updates when we put some new stuff out. So uh, today's topic um, is influencers. So on the blog I have on the website, it's the goagencyusa.com forward slash blog. I wrote a blog about um, the basics of influencer marketing. Uh, So you might want to check that out. It's a nice little precursor to uh, this show. Uh, It gives you a little bit more uh, information as to, you know, the importance and all the good stuff about uh, influencer marketing. But so uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk into it like you already understand that, right? (laughs) So um, now that you know what influencer marketing is (laughs) and how to do it, um, I want to focus on the kinds of influencers available. So let's, let's, let's be honest. Influencers are important. um, If you are doing campaigns, I believe the most important place is Instagram. Um, having those influencers endorse, having those third-party endorsements um, to your products and services to an engaged audience that you don't have access to normally is a very, very powerful thing. A lot of people sleep on it. I think that a lot of people are uncomfortable with it. And the main reason is, is because there's no system, folks. You just figure it out. Obviously, at the Go Agency, we do these campaigns all the time. We had to create our own system. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, this is how influencer marketing works, and this is the structure that everyone follows. No, 
everyone does whatever the hell they want. So we've we've come up with a way of, of managing it and, and helping our clients monetize it the right way. But yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a challenge. So marketing campaigns aside, which is another topic completely, let's focus on who you're going to be targeting for these. So um, one quick note, though, before we dive into the topic, um, these definitions are a little flexible. Some experts swear that micro-influencers and celebrity influencers are the same, while other experts just will roll their eyes and patiently explain that micro macro influencers are internet celebrities and celebrity influencers are famous offline as well. Another marketer might try to persuade you to believe that macro and micro should be based on reach rather than reputation, which will probably be countered by a different marketing expert showing that such a definition would mean Doug the pug or grumpy cat or blah 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 you understand what I'm saying this is what I was saying before this is kind of like the wild west here so everyone has different connotations and denotations of what the different types of uh, influencers are this is mine this is what we use at the go agency and this has helped our clients really really understand the reach and the influence so that we can then come up with targeted campaigns that are meaningful rather than arguing about definitions for three weeks and not doing anything i'd rather just get moving so what i want to do here is just give you some leads okay on the different types of categories then i don't care what the hell you name them just understand what they mean and then you can say you can call a macro influencer or a, a macaroni and cheese influencer i don't care just understand the different three categories that we're going to share with you here and then you'll be good to go okay let's go so macro influencers is the first one macro influencers are social media influencers who have massive followings macro massive some marketing experts advise judging macro influencers by different metrics for each social media platform so Influencers on Instagram could be considered macro if they have over 100,000 followers. However, if these same influencers were on um, YouTube, they may in, in, they would need at least 250,000 followers to be considered a macro influencer. And that's because YouTube is more widely used than Instagram. So they would need more. See, it's a sliding scale from site to site. This is, again, why so many people have different ideas. Um, also, Sometimes macro influencers are grouped together with celebrity influencers. Um, so like I said before, we, um, there's, um, there's uh, here's a good example. Um, Kylie Jenner and Logan Paul. Okay, The former is a model and a member of a famous family, while the latter is a wildly popular vlogger. Not so much anymore. but However, Kylie is famous outside of the internet modeling, being related to the Kardashians, um, the Jenners, while Logan is known almost exclusively for his online presence. So we would classify Kylie, 109 million followers on Instagram, as a celebrity influencer. And Logan, who has a pretty lofty 16.3 million followers on Instagram, would be considered a macro influencer. Okay, so you know what I'm saying? So um, we're saying he's a macro because this is his, basically socials is his only gig. Now, if he, he, he was doing that and he was modeling and he had a soda brand and he was doing clothing line and all that was successful, then he's a celebrity influencer. So it changes it up a little bit. 
The enormous reach of the macro influencer also leads to drawbacks in using them as influencers, just so you just so you know. The larger their audience, the higher the cost. Macro influencers are are are, are they're just more expensive than other options. So if on a related if counterintuitive note, it as the influencer's following grows, the followers tend to feel more distant with those as well. Um, studies have shown that followers engage less often with influencers who have a large following. So is that to say that you shouldn't use a celebrity endorsement or you shouldn't use a macro? It really, I think what I'm trying to say here with this is that you, it really does depend on your budget. This is the most expensive category. Okay. I'm talking about the, one of the most popular guys on YouTube and the most in the, uh, in one of the, one of the Kardashians. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be expensive, folks. They are going to be expensive. So here's the thing. If you have a large budget and you want to make a big splash and you have something that is, you have a product or a service or something that is complementary to their brand, yeah, that makes sense. Go for it. But if you have zero budget to, if you have like zero to, a little to zero budget, I wouldn't start off with macro. I might start off with micro um, if you have a little bit more of a budget and here's why micro influencers are niche markets or niche markets a micro influencer has an above average following so I mean several thousand few hundred thousand followers I mean that's 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 above average um, but appeals to a very specific market so for example Instagram has several micro influencers who focus on yoga um, there's many different people and, uh, and basically, for example, if you get someone who, uh, a micro-influencer, they're, uh, Summer Perez is one of them. She does, uh, a lot of, she's a yoga enthusiast and a mom, and she has 109, 192,000 followers, and she shows her own poses. She poses candidly. She poses with some products. She does a little bit of this. She does a little bit of that. All of that is what a micro-influencer does. So you could very easily, if you had a yoga-centric product or a yoga-related product, could talk to that person and say, hey, would you mind um, endorsing this or showing this on your on the gram? And they'd be like, yeah, no problem. It's going to be this much money. Um, traditional social media networks are not micro-influencers only. <sighs> traditional social media isn't... What am I trying to say here? Traditional social media isn't the only place where they are, these micro-influencers. Bloggers are also considered to be micro-influencers. Mom and dads who blog about the trials and triumphs of modern parenting um, are often sought out by marketers as micro-influencers, and you could do these as well. Um, These parents are not traditional social media influencers, but their impact, it really can't be denied. Um, The the main two benefits of micro-influencers are that, first, followers in small audiences tend to engage much more often than followers in large audiences. That's one. Two, micro-influencers are cheaper than macro-influencers because of their limited audience. However, this means that you're going to get more engagement for less money. All right? So for getting one Kylie Jenner, you could probably, I mean, I'm not even going to guess how much money she's she's asking, but you could get dozens and dozens and dozens of micro-influencers for the same price. So you can cover a lot more ground with very, very specific people that are more engaged. I find that this is the sweet spot. These micro-influencers, I think, are really 
substantial in terms of their ROI. Um, I do feel like anytime that one of my clients has used a micro, they've um, seen results and they've been able to get more hits to their website, more um, more claims of their coupon code and all of the rest. So I do feel like there's a benefit there. And then the last one. Okay, so we, got, we have macro, big, micro, smaller, and then we have much, much smaller. Brand ambassadors. Okay, so if you have... Okay, so uh, where can I start with this one? Okay, so for brand ambassadors, many clients that I've worked with in the past will do the brand ambassador channel if they're like, they don't understand the power of influencers and they don't want to spend money on that. They're just like, yeah, well, if someone wants product, I'm, yeah, I'm fine giving them free product. Then you're going to do a brand ambassador program. So this is what this looks like. Brand ambassadors are everyday people who enjoy a specific brand. So these individuals do not necessarily need to have a large following, although their savvy use of social media dictates that they probably have a decent-sized audience. So while some uh, are given free products to review, especially true with like beauty products or health products, brand ambassadors might not be paid at all. Okay, so have you ever tagged a restaurant, store, or product in a post? Have you ever been so impressed by a product or service that you've tweeted about it, tagging the company? You were acting as some sort of brand ambassador in those two instances. Even brick-and-mortar brands can use brand ambassadors. For example, brands that encourage customers to take pictures of themselves wearing that brand's merch of logos and post the pics to social media, that's a brand ambassador. So brand ambassadors, I find you can kind of manage a little bit more directly because you can create your own brand ambassador program and we've done that for many of our clients at the go agency where we create um uh, online form where people we can link to it so people can find sign up i'd love to be a brand ambassador and then we can kind of vet them to see if they are worthwhile um sending products and what we could do is we can give them um coupon codes and they can use that with all of their followers and then maybe if they if they are able to we can prove that they've had this x number of sales through their coupon code that would do custom so we would know it came from them we would give them free free products so if i can if i'm dealing with a beauty brand and i'm the band ambassador brand ambassador of the beauty brand and i have a 20% off code called chris20 and I share that with all of my people. The brand says that if I make $100 in sales through the co- that are attributed to the code Chris20, I will get a free um, uh, face mask and hair gel and shampoo set. Yeah, you know, people will do that. So that's pretty much the cost of what you have to do in terms of, I mean, obviously the code's going to be simple. That's all automated. And then you could check and see, oh, they didn't make it. So forget it. Or they made it. Okay. Just ship out those products. It's not costing you hardly anything. And if you were trying to reach those same amount of people, how much money would you spend on advertising on Instagram or Facebook or whatever? So it's, it's worth it. I think overall with these three types of, uh, we're talking large to small, right? Macro, micro, brand ambassador. So I think if you're looking at an influencer marketing campaign, you really have to think long and hard about setting a budget and what budget you have available. It's almost like you're doing a Facebook campaign and you're, you're like, okay, great. Now I'm going to do Facebook and then I'm also going to, so I'm going to put content out. I'm going to try to grow my audience. I'm going to do all this, this, that, and the other. Um, but I'm also going to do advertising. Okay, that's, I'm going to do this much advertising. It's the same thing. So if you're going to do an Instagram influencer um, campaign, you're going to say, okay, this is how much time I have to do to, to do my posts, and this is what I'm budgeting for that. 
and if you're outsourcing it or you're in, or you have someone doing it. Uh, but you also have to then set aside a budget for influencer marketing. So are we going to set aside a budget of $500? Is it going to be $3? Is it just going to be, no, we just want to give away product and this is how much product we we're able to give away. Setting those limits is going to help you understand where you need to go with this. If you have um, a $15,000 a month advertising budget that you need to split between multiple places, I would definitely say if you are a product-based company, you definitely should think about um, influencer marketing as one of those. And maybe start off with some micros and see how the micros go for you. Um, brand ambassadors are a good part of any campaign because I really do feel like they're they're high value, very low, low to no cost. They don't give you as much gasoline on the fire as a micro would, or a macro for that matter would give you, but um, still useful. So I know folks, I'm not, I'm not giving you kind of concrete guidelines on these because influencers are, uh, like I said, it's a wide open architecture. I think it's powerful to understand the three different types. I think it's powerful to understand that if you are going to do any sort of, um, I would say Instagram in particular, any sort of Instagram marketing, you really need to have a budget set aside for this. Um, advertising on Instagram is great, but it doesn't really up your following. What happens on Instagram is that it's more about engagement and who's looking at what and all of that good stuff. So that is delivered in barrels full with influencer marketing. So it's definitely something to consider. You do need to set a budget for it and you need to find out a way to manage it internally. Now, is it straightforward? No. You're dealing with, it's kind of like, it's wilder than a bag full of cats, but it can be very rewarding if you get it right. Now, if you need help getting it right, um, we do them all these types of campaigns all the time at the Go Agency. So please reach out if you need any sort of advice or you want consultations or you just want us to handle this, we're happy to do it. Um, you can find out more about all of this stuff on thegoagencyusa.com. Under the services tab, we have all that good stuff for you to check out. Um, but that is pretty much it. We've gone through the three main types of influencers. Um, I hope that that gives you a little bit more understanding so you can kind of get out there and apply it to your Instagram or your just overall social media influencer campaign that you're coming up with or considering. And yeah, so again, check out our archive of shows on um, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Stitcher, Overcast, all of the rest. Uh, we have tons of great content on this. Um, so this has been the Social Marketing Academy. I'm your host, Christopher Tompkins. I'm also the CEO of The Go Agency, like I mentioned before. Check us out online, thegoagencyusa.com. For a limited time, if you go to our website, you will be able to get a free website analysis through our pop-up. So pop your uh, website in there and we'll give you a free health check and give you some really easy, actionable tips that you can do to enhance the SEO and visibility of your website today. So check that out. And until next time, folks, it's Christopher Tompkins for the Social Marketing Academy. I'll talk to you soon.